With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With reports direct from Melbourne courtside and from our offices in New York City, it's the Australian Open edition of the Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hey everyone, welcome to the latest podcast from the Australian Open. Uh, Steve Tegner down in Melbourne, Ed McGrogan here in New York. Uh, here to talk about day six, the third round just wrapped up. Uh, it was a big night slate, especially down in uh, when it came to the locals. Um, you had Bernard Tomic, the 18-year-old, going up against Rafael Nadal. He loses in straight sets, but I think anybody could say put up a really nice show, all things considered. And then before that, it was Sam Stozer who went down in straight sets, number five seed to Petra Kvitova. Uh, who maybe even put maybe put the most impressive effort of all the four players uh, this evening? So, Steve, you were there. Um, why don't you just run down what you thought about this uh, this Aussie evening and uh, what happened? Yeah, this was a big a big night down here. They, um, you know, it was very big hype in the papers and on TV, and the place was crowded from you know from the after early middle of the afternoon on with people coming in to just to wait and to get in to see those two matches. They couldn't really go in beforehand. They were just allowed on the grounds. So there were people sort of milling around for hours getting ready for that because they have really Sam Stoser even more than, than Tomic has been the big story down here. She's she's the one on the front page of all the newspapers. She's she does she's in advertising campaigns. She's she's been the big she's been she's really been the face of the tournament. So they put her together with Tomic and Nadal. And Sam Stosser just, you know, she just came up. She, you know, just didn't come up with much tonight. She, I think, more than that, she was outplayed, like you said, by by Kvitova, who I, I was really impressed by. I can't believe she was ranked 28th in the world. She's, I mean, she's played like she's in the top five tonight. Even the way she finished the match, easy in front of. Yes, I was someone who hits that hard, lefty, really serves no, great. No problems, no problems holding out. Won four straight points. Hit really nice. Bali winner to end it. She's in some ways she was reminding me of a of a woman's version of Nadal the way she was playing. Just not just the lefty thing, but the sort of smart and clutch aspects of her game, sort of taking advantage of what of what Stoser. You know, Stoser had a lead and then and then she gave it away. And then Stoser at the end, little opportunity maybe to to make a bit of a nervous in the last game. She couldn't do it. She was she was bad all the way through the end. Um, obviously, she was nervous, but I, I chalked that one up to her. And then in the second match, Tomic, uh, Bernard Tomic, really, he really lit up the place for about two sets. Uh, really unique brand of tennis. Uh, just took the ball really early against Nadal, controlled the points, hit these sort of uncanny winners that he barely looked like he was barely looked like he was giving any effort. Ball's going by Nadal, one of the fastest players. In, in in the history of the sport, 
yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't exactly step into his shots. I would say, from what yeah, I just, see. I mean, he just—it's all time in it, which is really fun to watch. He basically just stood at the. He said after it, he was, he was willing to hit harder against Nadal. He didn't want to do his junk thing. He knew that was trouble. He knew he, Tomic has a reputation of being good at, good at, at tactics, specific players, and he, he sort of thought that the only way to beat Nadal is to take the ball as early as possible, and he did that. And he. You can see that Nadal uh, was fooled by his shots. He, even when he was running, shots that he would normally get running to his right on his forehand side, he was a step slow to those. And I don't think Rafa felt that good, but I think it was also because of the disguise that Tomic has. And Tomic also has a strange spin on his forehand. It spins like a screwball, like a slice in like a golf slice. It um, spins away from the guy. So very odd player to play. But Nadal, you know. He got down in the second set. He didn't give in, and he still won in straight sets despite all of that. Yeah, yeah. He, Tomich. I, I, I was thinking about it during the match. I was like, where have I seen this before? Where, where you see a player who you really don't know what to expect, what the ball is going to happen. And I was thinking back to like in the NFL, they they use these wildcat formations every so often in place mm-hmm. of regular formations, and and it's it, it sort of reminded me of that in a little bit. There was. Really, and and you're right. It did kind of seem to play with Rafa for a while um, until, and he, he had he obviously had a great run in the second to to get back from 0-4 down and somehow win the set. I, I think I think he probably did that in part. Tomich obviously, you know, in that position, he finally is in a lead, and and it's really his to lose, and that's what he did. But uh, the other Tomich hit Tomich hit the ball. I thought very well, but right, I thought Rafa caught up to a lot of them because they were hit hard but not exactly deep uh, on the court. It's to take nothing away from Tomich. He really gave a, a just a, I didn't expect this at all really from him, but um, I, I thought that's what I kind of thought from Tomich's side of things back here at home. Yeah, no, he showed, he, overall he showed more, um, yeah, when he got ahead four love in the second, he was up two breaks, and then he was serving and immediately gave back a, his serve at love. And that was a you know, maybe if you lose that game, but if it's a tough game, that's a different situation. But giving it back at love, I think Nadal then realized, like, okay, he he is vulnerable. He, yeah. Cause Nadal, when he was down for love, said afterwards that he was already thinking about the third set, but but then he's you know obviously got back into it after that. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice showing by him just just to get back in that one. Um, the Stozer match, it was it was mostly uh, wasn't too much of it was seen on TV. On ESPN two, um, it was that was because Isner, John Isner, and Marin Chilich, their match was over four and a half hours, just about four and a half hours, real long one that stretched on. Um, this one, Chilich wins nine seven in the fifth. Um, from from what I when I was watching it, um, you you did get a little for for a brief couple seconds, maybe even for more than that. You, you did think back, of course, to the last time you saw Isner in a spot like this at Wimbledon. Uh, both the guys were holding serve very comfortably, um, and you, you said you were there for that one. So, um, just... Yeah, when I, that was on Margaret Court, which is one of the one of the um, side show courts that I've been calling generic this whole week, uh, which you know may not be the nicest term, but they're all pretty similar, but it had a good atmosphere. Um, Isner is... You know, Isner's fame follows him around the world. He was a huge fan favorite in this in this match. Everybody knew who he was. Um, I don't know. I think the guy's more famous than Roddick at this point. Um, 
but he he plays these funny matches. Actually, Roddick said he was asked about his nerve a couple of days ago, and Roddick laughed and said he thinks John just plays the same match over and over and over and over. And he does he does tend to play these matches yeah. that because because he can't be broken and he can't break, <laughs> they they just don't end. And he always ends up sort of walking around, his, his hands on his knees. He looks like he's about to fall over, and then you know a game later he's he's winning the set. Uh, he just has he has that ability. But this, I uh, got out there in the third set and, and, and kept watching just because it was it was close. The points weren't exciting, um, very similar games, but they were they were well fought out games. They were you know they you could see the guys thinking out there and thinking what they could possibly do differently to get a break and then just failing. But midway through the fifth set, I remember I remember I think, oh god, it's too, the Australian Open doesn't have a tiebreaker. I'd forgotten that. Until the middle of the set, so I'm thinking, you know, I'm never going to leave this uh, this stadium. But I, 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 I was, was, was a little too tired, and he was serving, he was serving last. Second, so, yeah, and, so yeah. That, that eventually determined. Yeah, that was a big difference there. Um, as, as Roddick said, or they mentioned the broadcast, Roddick said, "You can't teach six foot nine. So that uh, was one of the things. That always always can keep him in that match, um, but that that was probably my favorite men's match actually the first weeks, um, what, whatever you think of it. But um, just a good good flow, good energy. I think you're right about that. It really felt even over here in the TV, the crowd was really into that one from the end. Yeah, so, yeah for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap things up and uh, come back tomorrow to uh, look at the fourth round when that gets underway. Uh, for Steve Tegner, I'm Ed McGrogan. Thanks for listening. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.